the city of Santa Fe exports $10 million to Wall Street every year in profits. If that money went back into the city's budget, it could be used for schools or parks or education or whatever the city decided. In a recent Local Energy Rules podcast episode entitled Don't Miss Opportunity for Local Choice and Landmark Carbon-Free Bills, released this spring, we featured perspective from Mariel Nanasi, New Mexico-based clean energy advocate and executive director of the nonprofit New Energy Economy, about how statewide renewable energy legislation in New Mexico could best support local clean energy action. In this week's episode of Local Energy Rules, we dig into our podcast archive to replay our inaugural interview with Mariel Nanasi released in early 2014. In this earlier conversation, we learn how the city of Santa Fe, New Mexico first launched an ongoing campaign to municipalize its electric utility in the hopes of increasing energy efficiency investments, expanding local renewable energy production, and cutting its residents' energy bills. Today, Santa Fe's efforts to municipalize the city's electricity provider continue, while the area's incumbent investor-owned utility, the Public Service Company of New Mexico, or PNM for short, continues to fight these grassroots efforts and exert its monopoly influence. Although not much has changed in the past five years as PNM continues to increase rates, make measly investments in renewable energy, and lobby in ways that tilt state policy to benefit its shareholders, there are important lessons in this episode about how communities can push back on powerful interests like PNM to transform the local energy system. Welcome to the program, Mariel. Thank you for having me. I'm really curious about the motivation in Santa Fe to switch from a private electric company to a city-owned municipal utility to public power. Is it reliability, which motivated the switch in Winter Park, Florida, or is it more about clean energy like in Boulder, Colorado? I think that it's, it's closer to the Boulder, Colorado model. The current incumbent utility in New Mexico is called Public Service Company of New Mexico, PNM is what we call it, and it's a regulated monopoly that uh, relies on 60% coal, 20% nuclear, and some gas, a little bit of wind, and 1% solar. In a state that has the Sun Zia as its uh, symbol on its flag, and some people refer to the solar potential in New Mexico as being world-class solar, and that it's the Saudi Arabia of solar. And we have not taken advantage of that potential. And I like to say to, to people, you know, I look at my kids and I look at them in their eyes and I don't say, oh, you have so much potential and leave it at that. I say I want them to actualize or maximize their potential. And we have abundant solar and wind resources in New Mexico. And the, the, the monopoly, the electric monopoly has failed to take advantage of that. And to our disadvantage. And coal is the single greatest driver of climate change, but it also has enormous local health impacts. PNM had 60,000 air quality violations and they spew into our air, into the commons, which belongs to all of us, not just to PNM. They spew 12 million tons of carbon dioxide and lots of other hazardous pollutants and toxic carcinogens 
nitrogen oxides and sulfur dioxides and mercury. It's really having an enormous local health impact. We, I'll just say this one last thing, we did a study last year uh, we commissioned a study from the New York University School of Medicine, and it found that PNM had externalized costs of $240 million in just the last five years in healthcare costs. And that was asthma and, um, and hospital visits and lung disease and heart disease. They're not paying for the waste, but the public is. So I clearly hear uh, a strong environmental motivation. Now, what I thought was interesting in reading a bit about your efforts in Santa Fe is that you had almost 2,000 people in the city sign a petition asking the city to look into forming a public power entity, a municipal utility. And this study, which came out last December, is the result of that petition and it says the city could get more than double its renewable energy, it could double energy efficiency savings, get more local energy, and have lower electric rates. Were you surprised by the results? I was encouraged by the results. Um, I, I think that while it's true that, A, we want to do this for climate change and environmental reasons, I also believe that it has, and this study evidenced, that we have the potential to create leading edge innovations in energy efficiency and renewable energy and related economic development. That's some of what this study showed. We're interested in continuing to stabilize rates, um, but also um, to create competitive advantages and jobs um, that would come with a public power effort. Um, so it's very exciting. The Santa Fe Community College is graduating young people with solar certificates, and then they're getting jobs as solar installers. And the installers in, um, in Santa Fe quadrupled their employment practices, and that has real local benefits. And those people are not spending their money on Wall Street. Those people are spending their money in Santa Fe, and there's a local multiplier effect that has enormous potential for our area. But also, if the money wasn't going to high executive pay and bonuses and to Wall Street, frankly, the city of Santa Fe exports $10 million to Wall Street every year in profits. If that money went back into the city's budget, it could be used for schools or parks or education or whatever the city decided. So between the economic benefits, the opportunities around affordability, local control, it seems like this study is really making this case for public power a very simple one. But nearby in Las Cruces, uh, you know, they failed after a 10-year effort to form a city-owned utility in the 1990s. Is that having an impact on the conversation in Santa Fe? Yes, but can I say one thing that's really um, important um, and then answer that question, but it goes to this the heart of what you're asking. and And that is that PNM used to own the water utility in Santa Fe. And the city of Santa Fe bought it 10 years ago. And it is now one of the most respected water utilities in the entire country, mostly for the efforts on conservation. 
and education or education about conservation. And we've done amazing work on reducing consumption. It is now profitable for the city of Santa Fe. So we have a local example that highlights our ability to put our values to work here. But back to your question. Las Cruces is really interesting. We had a forum about a month and a half ago, and one of the people who came was the attorney who represented the city of Las Cruces in its bid to municipalize or take over the public power. And what happened was everything was on track, and they were $30 million short of finalizing the deal. And what happened was that El Paso Electric ran a candidate who was opposed to their public power efforts. And then they had to have a vote on the last $30 million as part of the bid, and that candidate voted against it, and it literally lost by one vote. And her message to the entire public was, this is not about, is it better for Santa Fe? In fact, she said, the answer is clear, sort of like the beginning premise of your question. She said, though, political will, and we've seen this happen just now in Boulder, where Excel tries another way, uses more money, uses a nonprofit, run new candidates, will do all the things that they want to do because they are fighting for their life. They're fighting for their business's life. And so we expect do shady things or will do everything in their power and they will ask their friends at Edison Electric Institute to help them create phony nonprofits and try to pay off people. I mean, this is part of the modus operandi if you look at the history of efforts to quash public power. Um, and you might, your listeners might know that there was actually a textbook written just about how to defeat public power efforts. So why it failed in Las Cruces is something that we're looking at. We are definitely cognizant that PNM is already talking to the mayoral candidates who are running in, in the next election. So this is part of the power scheme. This is part of the David and Goliath fight. You are listening to an interview from the Local Energy Rules Archive with Mariel Nanasi, Executive Director of Santa Fe-based New Energy Economy. Please stay tuned for the rest of this episode after a short message from our Energy Democracy Initiative Director, John Farrell. Hey, thanks for listening to Local Energy Rules. If you've made it this far, you're obviously a fan and we could use your help for just two minutes. As you've probably noticed, we don't have any corporate sponsors or ads for any of our podcasts. The reason is that our mission at ILSR is to reinvigorate democracy by decentralizing economic power. Instead, we rely on you, our listeners. Your donations not only underwrite this podcast, but also help us produce all of the research and resources that we make available on our website and all of the technical assistance we provide to grassroots organizations. Every year, ILSR's small staff helps hundreds of communities challenge monopoly power directly and rebuild their local economies. So please take a minute and go to ILSR.org and click on the Donate button. And if making a donation isn't something you can do, please consider helping us in other ways. You can help other folks find this podcast by telling them about it or by giving it a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The more ratings from listeners like you, the more folks can find this podcast and ILSR's other podcasts, Community Broadband Bits, and Building Local Power. 
Thanks again for listening. Now, back to the program. So what is the next step for the city? You know, you covered, and I have also written about the process in Boulder, which was many years in building before even the first vote to pursue a municipal utility in 2011. And and like you said, they had to defend against a utility-funded effort to set them back here in 2013. What's the next step in Santa Fe? Well, we are doing our due diligence, and I will leave it at that, Um, but definitely doing research. One of the things I will divulge is that we are are, are working on what I'm calling a lessons learned um, from the municipal utility, um, the water municipal utility um, purchase. Um, and we're going to be providing that kind of research and to our city councilors and to our county commissioners. And when we launch a public campaign, which we hope to do in 2014, if we have all our research in place, there's always more research to be done. But some of it is about management structures and best practices. We did a best practices piece on Austin, which is one of the best, if not the best, green municipal utilities that are out there, and learning about what they've done and how they've gotten there. They set out some standards and they've already exceeded their carbon reduction goals. So what we want to do is set out what we would like to see in this municipal utility, work to make sure that we have all the research done, and then push our city councilors and county commissioners to vote. And they have to take a vote to do two things, to agree, A, to work together, which they've also done in the past, including a recent one around securing water and creating water durability for Santa Fe. Um, But then also to use their authority under eminent domain to take over both the poles and wires of P&M and also their customer base. A vote will happen eventually within the city council and county commission, but we really have a lot of education and outreach to do in this city. And that's what we are looking to form and then elevate. Well, Marielle, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Thank you so much. It's actually the most inspirational work I'm doing. I think that there's a real hunger and appetite. There's sort of like a low-grade fever going on with people's worry around climate. And this is an inspirational and aspirational effort that really, at the heart of it, is love of place and energy democracy. And that's why it's just so, so fun and exciting to be involved in. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our archived interview with Mariel Nanasi of the Santa Fe, New Mexico-based nonprofit New Energy Economy. You can learn more about their work at www.newenergyeconomy.org. You can read about what other strategies cities like Santa Fe can pursue to invest in local clean energy by exploring ILSR's interactive community power toolkit available on our website at ilsr.org. That's ilsr.org. Be sure to explore the more than 70 past episodes of the Local Energy Rules podcast and tune in now every two weeks for new conversations about local clean energy. In our next episode, we'll be featuring the small town of Grand Marais, Minnesota, as part of our special series called Voices of 100%. 
where we highlight how cities are making progress toward ambitious 100% renewable energy commitments. Until next time, keep your energy local, and thanks for listening.